0: Welcome to Faithful Doubt. My name is Jordan. This week, I'm going to ask the question, what's something that you thought was in the Bible but actually wasn't? Our question for today's episode comes from Caitlin Heimer, and she asks, what is something that everyone thinks is in the Bible but actually isn't? That is a great question, and I don't think we ask it enough because there are a lot of things that are misquoted from Scripture or that people have just assumed over time are in the Bible. And what happens a lot of times is we get these phrases and, and uh, things that people say over and over, and it's kind of like a game of telephone. And that, and just a certain word changes here or there, and then by the end of it, the whole phrase has kind of been butchered. And so the number one uh phrase or line that i think everyone quotes from scripture incorrectly has to be money is the root of all evil it is essentially what is said but you are we are missing a very key word when we say that phrase and that is the real saying is the love of money is the root of all evil and in our previous episode we talked a little bit about currency and how the Bible talks over 2000 times about money. It's the second most referenced uh topic in scripture. And Jesus is Jesus has 11 out of the, his 39 parables, I believe is the correct number, 11 out of 39 are referencing money. So Jesus talks about money a lot and scripture talks about money a lot. So why is the love of money the root of all evil? Why is money itself not the root of all evil? Well, money is an amoral object. There is no morality actually associated with money because it's amoral. It's, it, only beings can be moral or immoral. So money can't be evil in and of itself or good. It's an object. And so how we use it, how we manage it is where we derive the the good or the evil meaning of money and so why does why does jesus talk so much about money why does the bible talk so much about money i mean you you see these stories jesus has the story of the uh woman the widow with two coins you know she she goes to church the temple and she puts in two coins into the offering and then a wealthy man puts in um way more money than that and jesus asks the pharisees who gave more money And they obviously say the wealthy man who gave like 10 times the amount of money she did. And Jesus says, actually, no, the widow is the one who gave more money because she gave all that she had. She only had two coins. She was not wealthy. She was poor. And so she gives all that she has. And so Jesus is saying, you know, it's not the quantity of your wealth. It's how you use your wealth. Uh, John the Baptist uh, says to a couple of Roman soldiers when they ask him, how should we manage our money or how how should we uh, use money? And he says, don't extort people for money and be content with your pay. Uh, Jesus tells the wealthy man who believes that he is following Jesus and doing everything according to the law. And he says, teacher, tell me what else I must do. And he says, Jesus says, I truly tell you that if you follow all the laws and the commandments, such as don't commit adultery, uh, honor your mother and father, do not steal, do not covet. Then you will enter into the kingdom of heaven. And he says, I've done all those things. And it's like, you can almost imagine like the wealthy man's like checking off a list. Like, yep, I've done this. I've done this. I've done that. And Jesus says, Oh, well, if you really think you've done everything, then I want you to give up all of your wealth and follow me. And that's the one thing that the wealthy man can't do because That is where his heart is. That is what he worships, is his wealth, not Jesus. And so Jesus says, It is true, truly I tell you, it is harder for a wealthy man to enter into the kingdom of heaven than it is for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. And that's like a crazy analogy, because that can never happen. A camel can't go through the eye of a needle. So it must be really hard for a wealthy man to enter into the kingdom of heaven, right? Is Jesus saying, if you're wealthy, you won't be in heaven? Of, of course not. Jesus is saying your wealth can't save you. That there is no amount of wealth on this earth or earthly treasure that can save you and give you eternal life. Uh, what he's also saying, though, is this. He talks about the par- parable of the rich man. He tells this story um, to his disciples of the rich manager who mismanages the money he's been given. And... Uh, Um, The the point of the parable is this, that God gives us all a certain amount of money in our own life, and he asks us to manage it and be good stewards of our money. And if we're not, if we're bad stewards with the little amount of money we're given, how much more worse will we be with a great amount of money? And so Jesus is saying, money is very important. How we view it, how we use it, how we manage it, it's a very important tool. And the reason the love of money is the root of all evil is because ultimately money has the potential, the love of money has the potential to lead us to almost every sin possible. Money, The love of money in every situation could lead you to murder someone, could lead you to steal from someone, could lead you to dishonor your mother and father, could lead you to covet, could lead you to commit adultery. The love of money is so potentially harmful and dangerous to our spiritual life and our physical life here on earth. And that is why the love of it is the root of all evil. And so what, this is something that everyone misquotes. And it's, it's so important that we put the love of money at the beginning of it and not just have and not just subtract that from the phrase. And here's why. If the love of money has the potential to lead us to sin. Then the love of God has the potential to lead us to life and it will lead us to life. And so when when God is properly placed above our love of money, when the love of God is here and the love of money is in its proper place, everything else in li- in our life falls into its proper place because God is the most loved in our life and so my love will increase for people and therefore i want to give my money and be generous with it and i want to help people and i want i want to when people come to me and they need to borrow money i'll I'll give them money because my love for god is greater than my love for my money so I want to ask you, though, because this was such a good question. I really love this question. I want to have a couple more episodes on, on a question like this. So what is something else that you think is in the Bible that actually isn't? And go ahead and submit that question or message me with that question, and I'll do another episode on that. I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you'd like to see more, you can go over to our Facebook page and request to join there. Or you can watch any of our episodes on YouTube. Or you can check us out on Instagram and TikTok now. Or if you just like the audio and you'd like to listen, you can find us on any of your favorite podcast platforms. I'll see you guys next time.